welcome back to the ADHD Friendly Podcast. I'm Patty Blinderman. I am a professionally certified ADHD coach, and I have two main goals for this podcast. And the first is to share any ADHD friendly research and tips and tools that I have used or come across that might hopefully be helpful for you as well. And the second is to highlight or show shine a spotlight on other people, other products, other resources that also might bring a little bit more ADHD friendly access to your life. Today, I'm going to be talking about clocks, specifically analog clocks versus digital clocks. And the reason that this came up was I have a friend who works in elementary school and it's a new school. And she shared with me that they are installing only digital clocks in the classrooms. And this really bothered me because I know how much analog clocks can support specifically ADHD brain wiring, but really just the the development of a sense of time. And so I want to share why that is and just do a really quick little um, kind of mini lesson on how analog clocks can really support our brains in a number of ways. And so the first I want to share is how digital clocks really only show one aspect of time. They show what time it is right now. So if you look at a digital clock on your phone or um, your computer or alarm clock, microwave, you know, wherever, it's just telling you what time it is right now. So if I was looking at a digital clock, it would tell me it is 10.55. That's it. And the reason that analog clocks can be really, really powerful is they show three aspects of time because they're showing not only what time it is right now, but they show how much time has passed. So how long you've been in a meeting or how long you've been in this class, how long you've been driving, they show how much time has passed. They also show future time, how much time is left, how much time before this meeting ends, how much time before this class is over, how much time before I need to leave. So they show past time, they show present time, and they show future time. Three different views of time, all with one tool, analog clock. It's incredibly powerful. So I have analog clocks in every room of my house. I even have one in my closet. I have them around in so many places because I really paid attention to where would an analog clock serve me. So the reason there's one in my closet is because if I go in my closet, I'm looking for something to wear. And if I am having a difficult time finding something or picking something, I can easily look up and see how much time do I have left? How much time do I have left? It lets me just stay really grounded in my own awareness of the passage of time and not emerge from my closet and realize I've lost 15 minutes in there and now I'm going to be late. So again, thinking about where would you need an analog clock in your life to support yourself with a bit more ease. It's a very ADHD friendly tool. Um, so I have analog clocks pretty much in my house, anywhere that if I'm standing in a room, I can find one. And I had a quote from a painter uh, about a year ago when they were going to do some painting inside our house. And he literally said to me, so what's the deal with all the clocks? And it was interesting. It wasn't, I'm not a collector of clocks. So my clocks, a lot of times are like this. And one of the reasons I love this type of clock is it has this, what's called silent sweep. So the second arm doesn't make that ticking noise. I have a really hard time. I'm very sensitive to that sound. 
And I like a quiet, silent sweep on the second hand. So um, sometimes people like the, the ticking sound that an analog clock makes because it highlights the passage of time. It can help keep us aware that time is passing because we can hear that. But again, I just want to highlight if that doesn't work for you, a silent sweep clock is like magic. They're just lovely. It's just the, the time goes and it's not making that, that noise that I find drains my energy tolerating it. The other thing that I love about small analog clocks, like this one that I keep on my desk, is they show time. Sorry, let me like get it straight. So again, if you're listening to this, I'm I'm showing a few different types of analog clocks. I invite you to check out my YouTube channel, ADHD Friendly Podcast, if you'd like to see, and I'll try to post a picture in the show notes. Um, but analog clocks, like this little guy that I keep on my desk, again, all analog clocks, all analog clocks show time in five-minute segments. They're just broken up into five-minute little blocks. What I noticed for myself is I like the numbers represented on the clock. And I don't like if it if it just has dots with no numbers or hashes without the numbers or the Roman numerals, that takes more effort for my brain to um, almost like interpret it and read it, if you will. So I personally like when they have numbers and I have analog clock for my watch. I have an analog clock with numbers in, in many as many places as I can. I do have a few with the Roman numerals or with the dots. And that's how I noticed, oh, I like the ones with numbers because they just require less effort for me to see what time it is. So if that's something that you would be sensitive to, I, again, I invite you to think about that when you're picking out an analog clock to support you. But the reason that the little guy I'm holding up here, who, which also has a quiet sweep, when you see the second hand going, it's up there, it's also quietly sweeping, no ticking. Um, blocking up the time. So if this is an example of, let's say, um, something starting at 11, and I need to leave by 11.30. I love the idea of taking, an, this is a little pro tip, a visa V marker. So these little guys, V-I-S hyphen A hyphen V-I-S. If you use a regular dry erase marker, it will etch the front of your clock. I've done this and it ruins them. So they get this cloudy film to them. But if you use a, a Visa B marker, which is a wet erase marker, it does not do that. So don't use dry erase markers, only the Visa B. But you can break up the time. So say I, I have 15 minutes to wrap up. I need you know 10 minutes to grab a bite to eat. And that gives me five minutes to get my things and get in the car to leave. I can literally see where I am and how I've blocked up my plan for the time that I have. I can watch the time pass. I have students that do this with homework where they'll build in like 15 minutes to read, 10 minutes to answer the questions, five minute break, you know, whatever it is. They'll they'll literally make it so they can see it or to get out of the house in the morning. It can be a great, like I have 15 minutes to get up and get dressed, brush my teeth, and then 10 minutes to eat, five minutes to get my stuff and get in the car. Using it as a tool so you can literally see your time is one of my favorite things about analog clocks because they just allow us to see the passage of time. And with ADHD brain wiring, our brains do not keep track of time. And depending on how much your executive function of time management is impacted, you may have little to no sense of the passage of time, or you may have a pretty strong sense of the passage of time, but an analog clock would still make it even more uh, strong for you. 
The other things I want to include about analog clocks is because that second hand is always moving, it literally allows you to experience and see the sweep of time. And my other favorite part about having an analog clock is it doesn't require the effort from working memory to do math calculations to see how much time is available. So for example, if I need to leave at 11... 30, I can just look at it and see how much time I have available. If I'm looking at a digital clock, but just tells me it's 11.02, I have to do that mental math and think, okay, I've got 28 minutes. It's even harder if it's an off time, like let's say I have something that starts at 11.45 and I'm looking at my digital clock and it tells me it's 11.03. I have to calculate, like I have 42 minutes. Okay, 42 minutes. What does that mean? I'm trying to hold on to it. That takes mental effort. It takes uh, you're using your working memory. Remember our working memory is about the size of a post-it note and how much you can hold on that depends on how strong your, your working memory is. If I'm trying to remember things I need to take with me and I'm doing calculations for how much time I have, I could easily drop one of those things off of my post-it note and forget. And then I'm in the car and maybe I'm on time, but I forgot something. So I'm all about conserving energy, making things easier and analog clocks are one of my absolute favorite go-to tools to bring a little bit more ADHD-friendly ease to your life too. So that's all I had for today in the ADHD-friendly podcast on digital versus analog clocks. Clearly, I am <laughs> reversed. I am an analog clock fan, and I'm hoping that with the information I shared, it just gives you a little bit to think about on if you just had one analog clock, what how would that support you and where would you put it? Remember the best time, if you don't have a personal owner's manual yet, a palm, the best time to start one was when you were a kid. The next best time is right now. I invite you to visit my website, adhdfriendly.com and check out tools I have on there to support starting your personal owner's manual, including a free mini palm. That's all for now. Tally ho.